Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome right. to New York. Oh. This is is the Devil's Devil's State of Mind Mind Podcast, Podcast. brought to you by the Hockey Hockey Podcast Podcast Network. Network. Now here's your host, host, Neil Villapiano! What is going on, Devils fans? It is, as always, your host, your best friend, your confidant, your source, Neil Villapiano, and welcome to another edition of the Devils State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sportswire Radio, the best place to get everything you need to know about your new Jersey Devils. As always, guys, I hope you are having a fantastic day. Wherever you're listening to this podcast episode, thank you guys, as always, for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. You always know that I greatly, greatly appreciate it, and I really appreciate how much uh, love and enjoyment you guys have gotten from the previous two episodes with my good friends Alex Chauvency of the Hockey Writers and also... Uh, CJ Totoro, uh, you guys seem to really like those interviews. So really, again, thank you so much for the support on those episodes and all the episodes that I post here uh, with the Devil's State of Mind podcast. This podcast episode and everything we do here at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored, as always, by our wonderful friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Folks, the Super Bowl is this upcoming weekend. You got the NBA trade deadline very, very close this upcoming Thursday. We already had the massive trade of Kyrie Irving going to the Dallas Mavericks. And the NHL trade deadline is not too far after that. So a lot of things are picking up. A lot more games are becoming more and more intense. And with all that going on, DraftKings is giving you guys tremendous opportunities to get in on these major prizes. So if you want to get a little extra, extra cash in your pocket. I got a deal for you. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Sign up. Use our promo code THPN. And as always, tell them that your boy Neil Villapiano sent you. And once again, a big thank you and shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook for sponsoring the Hockey Podcast Network as well. The Devil's State of Mind podcast. Also, 
And you guys have seen it already because uh, I've posted a couple of episodes with it. But Raycon is back sponsoring the Hockey Podcast Network and the Devil's State of Mind podcast with their tremendous, comfortable, very, very good quality earbuds and headphones for half the price of the other uh, brands out there. And if you want to get some comfortable you know, earbuds that don't fall out of your ear, noise canceling, you know, waterproof and so many other really, really awesome qualities with these earbuds. When you go and get your earbuds at Raycon, use our promo code THPN to get 15% off your purchase. So thank you again to Raycon for sponsoring the Hockey Podcast Network and also the Devil's State of Mind podcast. And obviously, as you guys have grown accustomed, you will hear promo reads for both of them in this episode ladies and gentlemen uh obviously it was a very very busy weekend for one player in particular for the new jersey devils and that is jack hughes the all-star weekend was this past weekend and it was definitely um kind of disappointing i think to say and we'll we'll talk about all of that uh we're also going to talk about what went on at practice on Sunday. I'm actually recording this on Monday morning, uh, February 6th. So currently right now, the Devils are having their morning skate before their first game back from the All-Star break as they take on the Vancouver Canucks in New Jersey. And I'm excited that the Devils are back. I'm sure you guys are as well. And so we always have a bunch to get to here on the Devil's State of Mind podcast. So let's not waste any more time and get rolling so before we get into all of the stuff that happened over the weekend um i'm sure a lot of you noticed uh during the weekend that i was very 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 inactive on the devil's state of mind and just social media in general um and that is because uh unfortunately there was uh, some tragedy that happened in my family on my mom's side uh, over the past week, uh, really on Wednesday of last week, February 1st, and throughout the weekend. And uh, I lost uh, a mentor and uh, a, you know, a good guy and my uncle, Walter J. Pedowitz, who died this past Wednesday, February 1st, at around 3.35 p.m. Eastern up in North Jersey. He died at the age of 78. And, um, you know, obviously they didn't really give into details as to how exactly he passed away. And I don't really want to get into details with that. He had a lot of different things going on, especially in the last couple of years of his life. And, uh, you know, it, it definitely rocked our world because a lot of, you know, we knew that he wasn't doing well and, uh, you're just never prepared for it regardless of the situation. You're just never prepared for it. And, uh, it takes you, quite a long time um, to really kind of process it all and kind of get through it. And uh, it's, it's really sad to know that he's no longer with us physically. Um, He'll always be with us uh, spiritually and and certainly in our hearts, but to not be here physically, to not hear his voice, to not, you know, listen to his speeches at every special occasion and things like that, that will definitely take some getting used to. Um, and it certainly won't be the same on Super Bowl Sunday. I usually would watch the game with him and my my Aunt Diane, but that will not be the case uh, this year. So definitely a uh, definitely a very difficult time. And uh, it's it's been hard. I won't lie. It has certainly been hard for uh, my family to get through this stuff. But, you know, as always, we will get through it. And, yeah, I mean, we had the funeral on uh, Friday, Friday afternoon. 
Uh, and then we had in the Jewish, if you're Jewish, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, we had the sitting Shiva on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So um, very little time to be on my phone, very little time to kind of, you know, get a chance to watch any of the all-star events and things like that. Um, so if I do miss anything when it comes to talking about the all-star weekend, I do apologize up front. I'm just getting the information that I could get and basically talking to people. They kind of gave me a rundown of what happened. Uh, but I wanted to kind of give you guys a quick background on my uncle because I feel like he deserved this um, this type of uh, praise. And so you guys understand where uh, who uh, Walter J. Pedowitz was. So he became a very successful and respected foot and ankle doctor, especially up in the North Jersey area uh, by um, by Westchester, uh, I believe it was, or Chester. I was just trying to remember uh, much north, about a half hour, 45 minutes from where I'm from. Uh, he also served in the United States Air Force uh, down in Florida. So uh, he's he is a uh, veteran. And here's a little bit from the obituary that was uh, written. Some of the things I actually didn't know myself, but I'll read it to you. Uh, Walter attended and played lacrosse for Lafayette College and then attended uh, SUNY Downstate Medical School. He completed his training in orthopedic surgery at Columbia University. Uh, Dr. Penowitz was a founding member of the Union County Orthopedic Group, a board member for the American Orthopedic Foot and Ankle Society, and was a member of the New Jersey Foot Club and pioneered medical coding for the American Medical Association. He was also a longtime and dedicated member of the Temple Benai Jeshurun in Short Hills, New Jersey. And um, to kind of wrap this up, my personal thing that I would love which I know may not be possible, but if you can, uh, I would appreciate you send your thoughts, love, and prayers to his wife and my wonderful aunt, Aunt Diane, uh, her kids, David, Aaron, and Adam, and all of their grandkids, Nathan, Avi, Dina, Elijah, Levi, and Clara, and siblings, Arnold, uh, Richard, and Robin. So yeah, obviously it was a very, very difficult time for me and my family. Still kind of processing it all as it's still been only a couple of days since it happened and um you know it's it's definitely taken me some time to get back in the swing of things i've had these things happen throughout the year and obviously you know it's been harder than most years to kind of give you guys the consistent content that i know you all want but i know that you guys are so appreciative and so supporting and understanding um when these things happen and you guys are very patient with me so from the bottom of my heart I just want to say thank you. A lot of you reached out um, on social media at Devil State on Twitter and at Devil State of Mind on Instagram. And also, if some of you are following me on my personal, you did that as well. So I really want to take the time really quickly to say thank you to all of you guys for doing that and saying some kind words. Some of you actually even knew um, my my uncle, which is kind of uh, which is kind of remarkable and kind of crazy how um, that's the case. But uh, yeah. It's a very, very sad time for all of us, uh, certainly a sad time for the Pedowitz family. And uh, once again, uh, I just want to say, you know, rest in peace to my uncle, Uncle Walter J. Pedowitz. Um, I love you. Uh, I appreciate all of the kind words and how much you supported me and you continued to support me throughout my career and, uh, you know, helping me try to achieve all the things I want to achieve in life. And uh, you will obviously never be forgotten. And, uh, you know, again, we love you and we are going to miss you dearly. So Walter J. Pedowitz died at the age of 78 on Wednesday, February 1st at 3.35 p.m. Eastern. Um, and uh, he was uh, he was definitely, you know, a hardworking guy that will be missed dearly by many.
So now that, uh, you know, I was able to explain to you guys why I've been so quiet and, and obviously the, it's never easy to kind of shift from something like that to something a lot more, I guess you'd say, you know, lighthearted and positive, but we did have a lot going on throughout the weekend. And that was the 2023 NHL all-star weekend down in sunrise, Florida, the home of the Florida Panthers. Uh, first and foremost, as I mentioned before, because of the tragedy in my family, I was unable to cover the events and only saw clips afterwards and talking to a lot of people that covered it. So this is where I get all my information from. From what I was told and I saw, this was mostly this was probably the most gimmicky all-star weekend we have seen. Uh, it really felt like that they were trying too hard to appease the younger generation and the and you know. I get it because the younger generation is very much more their attention spans are not as um, not as uh, consistent. So, you know, it's they they kind of get bored very quickly. So the NHL All-Star Weekend, especially the skills competition, was really about trying to make everything go and happen as fast as possible so that the kids could watch it and obviously, you know, get involved in it and all those things and whatever. So, yeah, in that regard, I'm kind of glad in a way that I didn't watch most of it because – from what I was told, and like I said, what I saw wasn't really that uh, impressive. Um, I will say watching Sarah Nurse in the shootout competition was awesome. She's tremendous. She's a really, really good hockey player. Um, Carpenter as well, who is the uh, daughter of a former New Jersey Devil, also competed in that, which was great. Uh, Connor McDavid in the accuracy accuracy shooting competition, you know, going four for four, not missing the net once. I think it was uh, quite impressive. Andre Svechnikov winning the... Um, fastest skater uh brock nelson ended up winning the accuracy shooting which is kind of crazy but and yeah we had the weird stuff with you know bo horvat obviously this past week being uh that's basically a week ago being traded from the canucks to the islanders right before the all-star break so he was wearing islanders um stuff although playing for the pacific division definitely a weird situation with that um but those were kind of the main things that i took away from it uh, like I said before, it felt like the NHL was leaning towards making things happen quickly for the young generation so they don't lose their attention. And I feel like a lot of people would agree with that. Um, Jack Hughes, obviously the lone devil's representative, and again, still very upset about that, uh, participated in the accuracy shooting competition and uh, didn't really do all that great as he finished with um, a time of 32.324, uh, did not advance. So he was quickly you know, in and out. Um, so not much action for Jack Hughes in the all-star skills competition. So there was that. And then you moved to the all-star game uh, the following day, Saturday afternoon. Uh, and again, if you remember, it's um, then they start with the West con uh, divisions taking on the East division. So you had the Pacific against the Central and then the Atlantic against the Metropolitan in the first two games. And then the winners of those games would take on each other in the all-star game final. Uh, Jack Hughes in the Metropolitan Division uh, All-Stars lost uh, the opening game, the, the, the game against the Atlantic Division by the final score of 10 to 6. And this is where the frustration kind of came in because two things happened in that game that definitely left Devils fans with uh, a bad taste in their mouth, I think would be the way. So first of all, Jack Hughes had the third lowest ice time of any player in the All-Star game with just over five minutes of action. And he played with... Uh, I think he played on the line with Artemi Panarin and Adam Fox, two Rangers players. Um, I don't really get the reason behind that, other than the fact that obviously you knew that Ovechkin and Crosby were on the All-Star team and they were playing together and think and uh, you know, you want they wanted to get a lot of action with that. But at the same time, there were other guys 
that have had lesser seasons than Jack Hughes. Um, no disrespect, but it's being honest. And they played more minutes than Jack did. And that was kind of frustrating to see. It was it was frustrating to, I, again, I didn't see a lot of it, but it was frustrating to hear that Jack Hughes was barely involved in anything this entire weekend, which, you know, at the end of the day is actually kind of a good thing because then he doesn't have to exert himself very much. And like, he, you know, we, we were, we don't have to worry about him getting hurt. Although uh, Brady Kachuk kind of grabbed Jack Hughes while he was trying to crash the net and kind of spun him around and he kind of fell hard to the ground. He, he didn't get hurt. Thank goodness. But, and, and again, I don't think Brady Kachuk did that uh, on purpose by any means. I think it was all just an unfortunate situation. Brady and uh, Matthew Kachuk are actually friends with Jack Hughes. Um, so I don't think there was anything uh, there was anything that led to that, you know, purposely. But again, it was one of those things where it's like, you, you really don't want to see that. You don't want to have that situation. So yeah, it was again, one of those things where you like, not ideal, right? It's just not ideal. So overall, um, a pretty boring all-star weekend for not only Jack Hughes, but I think for the NHL in general, I know a couple people that quite frankly turned it off before it was even over, both in the skills competition and the all-star break in the all-star game games, excuse me. Um, so yeah, I, I think that for a lot of the diehard hockey fans who, you know, obviously we're all very, very critical. You could definitely say that this was not one of the most interesting all-star weekends uh, I know the NHL announced that next year uh, Toronto will be hosting the All-Star Game and All-Star Weekend. So we'll see if they can uh, redeem themselves. I don't know how the NHL overall feels about the All-Star Weekend, but that's the situation they're in. I thought the uniforms, the jerseys, you know, when you saw them on the ice were very cool. I will say, though, that it definitely was a little bit hard to watch because of the fact that at times you didn't know which guy was on which team. Because, again, it was either you were wearing the white, blue, and pink jerseys or the black pink and blue jerseys. So there wasn't that much difference except the main color. It's a little bit confusing, but I still think they were pretty cool. Actually. Uh, I, I was glad that the NHL finally went in a different direction with the uniforms. Uh, I know that this is the last year that Adidas is going to be involved. So I'm sure they wanted to try to go out with a bang basically. So there's that. Um, but again, overall pretty boring all-star weekend. And I, I can speak for, probably a lot of the players as well, and certainly Jack Hughes, that we're just glad to be back in action, that now we can get, you know, we've moved on from this. Now it's time for the home stretch. We have just begun the month of February. You know, we got 10 games in this month. The trade deadline is coming up very, very quickly. Devils definitely looking to make that major push to getting into the playoffs. Um, so again, at the end of the day, All-Star Weekend is All-Star Weekend. And now we're back to the real thing. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern and update for Pacific times as well to see what prop bet will be boosted. And the player that excites me the most in this game, honestly, is running back Isaiah Pacheco. And you know, with Patrick Mahomes still not going to be 100% 
for Super Bowl 57. You wonder how much Andy Reid and the Chiefs offense is going to want to rely on their rookie running back out of Rutgers and the damage that he can bring and the excitement that he can bring. And I feel like he's going to be a major X factor in this game. And there are so many other picks that you can make. It's so many other super boosts that DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts have to offer. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So now to wrap up this relatively quick uh, episode of the Devil's State of My Podcast is let's give you some practice updates from Sunday. And again, I'm recording this uh, Monday morning, February 6th. So I do have some up-to-date, very up-to-date uh, news to share with you guys. But we'll start with the Devils. Uh, we're back on the ice following an eight-day break. So a little over a week. Uh, a lot of Devils players had the chance to go and hang out and do and go on vacations and stuff. Obviously, the big news is the fact that Timo Meyer. Uh, was hanging out with some of the Devils players in Mexico, including um, his fellow countryman, Nico Heischer. So let the rumors continue to roll here with Timo Meyer to New Jersey. And uh, we haven't had very much updates since, uh, you know, the last couple of days. So, you know, we'll see if things pick up over this week. Uh, the biggest news came, uh, to come out of practice yesterday was the fact that John Marino, for the first time in a long time, was wearing a regular full contact jersey at practice. Everybody was in full attendance, including Jack Hughes. So he probably flew back to New Jersey right after the game from Florida to New Jersey, about two, three hour flight, nothing really big and uh, right back on the ice, ready to go. Um, John Marino actually was one of the few, if not the only guy that actually spent his entire break staying here in New Jersey. Uh, he used the extra week to continue to work back from his upper body injury and ramping up into contact and uh, Marino's been out of the lineup since December 20th, so he hasn't even played a game in the calendar year of 2023. But he, again, participated in first full contact practice since the injury on Sunday afternoon. And at the time of this recording, it is 10.47 a.m. on February 6th, 2023, Monday morning prior to the game against the Canucks tonight. John Marino is indeed in the lines right now at morning practice. He will be back in the lineup for the first time since December 20th. So John Marino is back. So the Devils are pretty much back at full strength for the first time in a long time. And it is great to know. And this was kind of the hope. You saw that Marino was practicing a bunch with the team, even if he was wearing a non-contact jersey. And you knew with the All-Star break coming up and the Devils being off for almost 10 days that um, – that Marino would get a chance to get a lot healthier and give himself an opportunity to maybe be back in the lineup when we got back to play. And again, not missing a whole lot of games and not, not missing any games at all during that break. And so I knew that it was either going to be right before the all-star break or probably right after. And turns out it was right after. So John Marino tonight will be back in the devil's lineup. Um, for the first time since December 20th, as uh, the Devils welcome the Vancouver Canucks, the newly looked Vancouver Canucks, um, to the Rock for their first game back from the All-Star break. So big news, massive big news for the Devils as they get stronger on the back end. They get stronger again as a team with John Marino being so valuable defensively going up against team's top players. Uh, definitely, definitely great to have him back in the lineup. Devils coming into 
the, you know, the, the, I guess you'd say second half of the season, although it's been more than half the season now, but they're coming in after the all-star break 32, 13 and four. Remember they're coming off that big overtime win against the Dallas stars on the road. Um, and so they're coming in with a little bit of high and now they got a chance to really ramp it up. You know, they're, they're some, they definitely uh, have some ground to make up when it comes to first place in the Metro. Cause you know, the hurricanes got to play a couple of games while the devils were off, but the devils do have a six point lead over the Rangers for second place. So a little bit, a little bit of space, but opportunity to probably, you know, get some more here with a win tonight. Uh, looking at this week, the devils got three games. They're home tonight against Vancouver then they are home on Thursday, a big matchup against the Seattle Kraken. So the Devils will look to try to get some revenge from losing in overtime, um, you know, about a month ago or a little less than a month ago when they were on the West Coast road trip and lost to the Kraken. That'll be a big game. And then the Devils will begin another um, road trip, this time a Central Division road trip, as they will t- as they will head uh, to Minnesota to take on the Wild on Saturday evening at 8.30. Should also mention really quickly that tonight's game against the Canucks is starting at 7.30. Not 7, 7.30. Not a huge difference, but just thought I'd mention it. So again, Vancouver and Seattle at home, and then Minnesota in Minnesota on the weekend. So those are the three games for the Devils this week. Definitely got a chance to get some points here and uh, get themselves, you know, on the right foot to, you know, to start um, after the All-Star break. So the Devils pretty much at full strength ready to go. Now we'll see if the Devils can really get rolling here as they make the final push to get in to the playoffs for 2023. Devils fans, I got to tell you something, honestly. This time of the year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. And the typical ones, especially for me personally, is, you know, going to the gym consistently and doing things like working out four or five times a week, you know, all those unrealistic type of expectations that we all know usually never last very long. I've actually found one though, that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact in the same way. You don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change. If it's something you use every day, like my Raycon earbuds, Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point. So you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Some of the things that I really love to do using my earbuds is when I do intense workouts at the gym or if I'm just, you know, on the move somewhere. And especially when I'm on the go and I'm relaxing on the train or the bus or everything, just all the features that Raycon gets to give you the most comfortable and also the best type of quality at a very, very reasonable price. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon has definitely got you covered. And yep, Raycon start at a half the price of other premium audio. So you don't even have to choose between products. You could get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than what you would with some of the other guys. And I have multiple. So for me, I have ones that I use at home. I have ones that I use on the go and they all work the same way. And it's tremendous, especially knowing that not only are they premium audio, but I'm paying a lot less for them. And that is great. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, 
Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now or pay later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. There's also a handful of really awesome features, and the two that really stand out to me are noise isolation, especially if you're using them to try to study or try to focus on something and you don't really want to be bugged. You know, the noise cancellation is great. I also really love the custom gel tips for the perfect, most comfortable in-ear fit. You know, you could shake your head around and everything like that and they won't fall out and you don't have to worry about that which is awesome i also love the water and sweat resistant especially like i mentioned before when you're at the gym so honestly this is all tremendous what what, what raycon has to offer and if you're ready to buy something small with a big impact you go to buyraycon.com thpn today to get 15 percent off your raycon order that's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN.